you're tuned into KZMU Moab Community Radio on your radio dial at 90.1 and 106.7. Um, this is This Week in Moab, and I'm your host, Molly Marcello. Um, so we just played Emily Scott Robinson because she is headlining. She is the, the musician um, at an upcoming benefit concert for the Moab Abortion and Reproductive Rights Network. Um, She'll be playing at Old City Park on Saturday, October 7th. We'll be having some folks here on our airwaves to talk to us about the fundraiser. Later in the program, we're going to have some local storytellers um, who want you to share your story about your arrival in Moab during this weekend's Red Rock Arts Festival. So there's a lot to get to tonight, but first, Nancy Anderson, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. So Nancy is here from the Moab Abortion and Reproductive Rights Network to tell us a little bit about this upcoming fundraiser. So this uh, musician that we just heard, Emily Scott Robinson, she is a regional artist who's kind of getting big. Is that right? Exactly right. She <laughs> she lived in Telluride when I was there and started to get known very, very locally. She won the Buskers contest at the Telluride Bluegrass Festival one year, so she made it onto the big stage the next year at the Bluegrass Festival. And I think it was about 2017 she decided to really make music her focus and um, started traveling around in a travel trailer to Nashville. And um, within just a couple of years, she was signed by uh, Oh Boy Records, which is John Prine's record label, wow. and uh, started to really make her living at it full time. And you can hear, you can hear why. Um, she was working with me at a nonprofit agency in Telluride, and she sung at a open mic night at a local coffee house, and the whole staff went out to hear her. And I think we were expecting, like, oh, you know, she's going to have a nice voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I remember all of us just being gobsmacked like this this woman could make a living doing this she has a voice a voice like honey amazing so it's no surprise to you that she's um getting more popular no it's not and so she is going to be coming to town as i mentioned um to do um a fundraiser benefit concert can you tell us a little bit about this event um, yes, so it's a fundraiser it's sponsored by the Moab Abortion and Reproductive Rights Network, which is a network that's been meeting regularly since the overturn of Roe v. Wade. And um, this is the third fundraising event that we've done. And I reached out to Emily a few months ago because I knew her from Telluride. She worked for me at this organization and asked her if she'd be interested in doing it. And she got back to me within an hour and said, I would love to. This is a passionate issue for me. And we we took it from there. And the money's going to all be donated to the Utah Abortion Fund. Um, The Utah Abortion Fund, of course, um, does a lot of things for our state. Can you talk a little bit about them? Yes. So when we first started meeting the the Moab Abortion Reproductive Rights Network, I'm going to refer to it as MARN from here on. <laughs> that is a great acronym, <laughs> MARN, yeah. Much easier to say. Right. Uh-huh. Um, when we first started meeting our first, we made it our first goal to find out what was happening in the state with respect to reproductive rights. We learned about the Utah Abortion Fund then, and they do a number of things, including education and providing free reproductive kits to anybody who asks. But they provide financial help to anyone who resides in the entire state of Utah who's seeking an abortion 
or who's traveling to the state of Utah to seek an abortion. And you fill out a very simple online, um, very non-intrusive questionnaire online. You don't need to prove need, and they'll help with hotels and childcare and traveling expenses as well as procedures and um, for all of the state. So one of the very first things that we did as a group was go around and talk to healthcare providers to tell them more about the Utah Abortion Fund because not many people in this part of the state really knew about it. Mm, okay. So, um, yeah, there was kind of an educational disconnect of, like, what even is out there. And exactly. It, it seems like Marin is trying to fill that information gap. I think that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. We really wanted people to know both about the state of abortion rights in Utah and also just about services, where you where you go mm-hmm. um, for not just abortion services, but all kinds of reproductive services. Right. And this is not, um, this upcoming fundraiser is not the first one that Marn has done, right? There was another one that was like a silent auction movie night, I remember, from last year. Exactly. Am I right? Okay. We did that last winter, yes, uh-huh. and it was... Well attended, we received lots of support, we received good donations, we um, donated it to the Utah Abortion Fund, and we're going to do that again sometime this winter with a different... Great. Okay. So we're speaking with Nancy Anderson from the Moab Abortion and Reproductive Rights Network. She's here to tell us about an upcoming fundraiser um, benefit concert with musician Emily Scott Robinson. And we have another person in the studio to talk to us about the greatest acronym ever, MARN. Welcome, Faith. Please introduce yourself. Uh, Thank you for having me. My name is Faith. I'm one of the members of MARN, one of the core members like Nancy here. Um, And I'm happy to be here and talk more about what we do. And Nancy did talk a little bit about this um, concert that's coming up and what it's raising money for, for the Utah Abortion Network. Can you tell us a little bit more about what MARN does? You know, we've talked a little bit about educational resources, bridging the gap of information that, you know, we might experience here in our corner of Utah when it comes to reproductive rights. Well, I think initially when Roe v. Wade got overturned, we really had this moment of like, what do we do? How do we take action? How do we fight for rights? And what's the most effective thing we can do as a group of people who are all busy and have our own lives to lead as well? And because the Utah Abortion Fund already exists and already is a nonprofit that directly helps people access abortion care, Mm -hmm. we felt like the best thing we could do would be support them and also be a point of contact for people in our community who are looking for resources. We really want to help get information out there. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of people who just don't even know where to turn if they're seeking that kind of information. And so we hope to kind of build a reputation as a group of people or even just an email address where people could reach out and ask, what do I do? I'm in this situation or my friend is in this situation. People who are in Marne have a wealth of like professional experience and like just being longtime locals. Like, what have you learned throughout this process? One of the first things we learned is that many, many people actually go to Durango um, mm-hmm. if they need abortion services because it's closer than to go to Salt Lake City. Um, and so it behooves us to keep our eye on what's happening in Colorado as well. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. And then we found out about the history of Planned Parenthood, how there used to be um, a Planned Parenthood adjunct um, I don't know, center here in uh, Moab, but that there's not and hasn't been for quite a while. And so now the closest Planned Parenthood resource in the state is in Salt Lake City. 
I think we're also learning that there's quite a cultural divide in Moab, you know, even though, um, yeah, this community is actually pretty diverse. Uh, it's hard sometimes to tap into each part of the community here. And so I feel like as a group, we're really looking for ways to branch that divide more and find ways to be approachable to anyone here. So how do people connect with you? Right now we have a Facebook group called the Moab Abortion and Reproductive Rights Network, MARN. Uh, we also have an Instagram account, Moab Abortion Rights. And we also have an email address. It's Moab. A-R-R-N at gmail.com. And those are all great ways for people to contact us. We're also an open group. We're happy to have more members. You know, we have a pretty small core group of people who meet about once a month and juggle a lot of different tasks to do these fundraisers. And so we're always recruiting. You don't have to have a uterus to be part of our, our group. We're really open and we want all the support we can get. So the group, of course, is Moab Abortion and Reproductive Rights Network, or MARN, and they're getting ready for their next fundraiser, um, which is at Old City Park, Saturday, October 7th, um, raising money for reproductive rights in Utah with musician Emily Scott Robinson. Tell us a little bit more about Emily, if you can, Nancy, and what to expect. I'd love to. Um, So she's going to play for about two hours. It's really an incredible opportunity to get to know our music as far as I'm concerned. We're offering the concert for a suggested donation of $20, so you don't have to fully commit in order to show up and learn about her. And she is definitely at the point of taking off in her career. She just got back from touring in Europe. This stopping in Utah is part of a multi-state tour that she's just getting started in New Mexico, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, California. Her first debut album in 2019 was named one of the 40 best country and Americana albums by Rolling Stone. Her 2021 album got recognized as made the best 2021 list on NPR and Rolling Stone. So she's definitely in the process of taking off and it's a great opportunity to hear her music. Well, thank you so much for being here with us to tell us about your upcoming fundraiser. Um, you know, is there anything else on your mind when it comes to reproductive rights issues in our state and ways that people can plug in if they feel passionate about this issue? I think one way is just to tap in with our group. We're going to keep posting updates about what the legal situation is in Utah. Um, currently, I believe it's still 18 weeks, and they have tried to restrict it further, but some lower courts have stopped that. And so I just think it's really good for people to know that abortion is still legal in Utah. It isn't completely inaccessible. I mean, talk about an information gap, right, where the information almost changes like month to month. Um, It can be difficult to keep um, track of. And when Roe v. Wade was overturned last year, it seemed like, you know, what was going to happen in Utah? And we still don't really know. We don't have like, you know, certainty on the issue. So um, any way to plug into getting that information is is super helpful on a local level. And I think part of our mission as a group too is not just to raise money for the Utah Abortion Fund, but also to get people more engaged in voting. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important for future lawmakers mm-hmm. to be chosen by people who live here. And so I think that was one of our missions when we first started, and we hope to be more engaged in that process in the future. Faith and Nancy, thank you so much for being here to tell us about the concert and MARN. Any last thoughts about this event or MARN in general? We still need some volunteers for the event, so you can email us if you're interested in volunteering. And 
Faith will be repeating that email address. <laughs> yeah, the email address is Moab, A-R-R-N, at gmail.com, Moabarn, at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, yeah, and also we have a, a Marn meeting tomorrow at 5 p.m. at Field Station. So if anyone's interested or intrigued by our group and wants to come join the meeting and just see what we do and what we talk about, I'm guessing we'll mostly be hashing out final details for this sure. fundraiser. But we're a super open group. We're eager to have other members join us, mm -hmm. even if you can only participate in a one thing or two things. Um, you're all welcome. And what time is that meeting um, this week? 5 p.m. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, the 27th. Thank you all so much for being here. Again, the event is Saturday, October 7th with Emily Scott Robinson, the up-and-coming musician from our local region, and it's going to be supporting reproductive rights in Utah. Stick around. Uh, there's more on this week in Moab. We're going to be speaking with the storied self who have an event coming up for the Red Rocks Arts Festival. I've got two more guests in the studio. We were just talking before we went back live, and there's so much going on at the Red Rock Arts Festival this weekend, and their event is just one of many. Please, my guests, please introduce yourselves for our radio <laughs> audience. <laughs> Hello, radio audience. It's so good to be here at KZMU. This is Celia, and uh, happy to be continuing this tradition of the story itself, and you know, couldn't make a story slam happen without a lot of... So many. So many amazing people, but particularly the person to my right who's yeah. been holding Who it down. Who are you? Oh my goodness. I am Ginger Cyan, the the other person here in the radio station. Let, let your voice just got a little bit more mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're both trying. We're both trying to, you know... You put Have a big, that seductive radio. Yeah, I mean, you put a microphone this size in front of someone and let's hope their voice gets a little more mysterious. Well, we are going to be talking about voices because this Sunday, the story itself is going to be hosting a story slam on the theme, All Roads Lead to Moab. So can we talk a little, before we get into the theme, can we talk a little bit about the story itself? What is this little collective of people that comes together occasionally? So we are um, a small but mighty team and always looking for new people. That could be you, radio listener, who wants to contribute to the community by helping to put on this event. We picked up and continued this tradition that was uh, started, I guess, three or four or five years ago five now years? because of the yeah, because of the last few years, it all became a blur. Wow. And um, yeah, we big, big love to the people who made it happen to start, who moved away. And there was a lot of demand for this thing. And, you know, it's a moth style story slam. Mm -hmm. So that means you're telling a true story, your story, mm -hmm. live, and you've got a time limit. There's no notes. There's no props. It's not stand-up comedy. It's you just telling your authentic story based on a theme. This event is part of the Red Rock Arts Festival this year. Um, storytelling is its own sort of art form. It's definitely an art form. Mm -hmm. And also, we don't want to talk about that in a way that discourages people who just want to get up, sure. who are maybe a little less polished and scrappy mm -hmm. and just have a story mm -hmm. to tell. Right. Because all roads lead to Moab. I mean, that is a theme that pretty much anybody in town that you tap on the shoulder would have a response to. And whether that's the story of how they got here or whether that's the story of some things that have been happening since they've been here or the people who come to visit them or the family of origin that, you know, birthed them here. There's a lot of things that you can share on that theme. And 
artfully done, sure, but oftentimes, you know, the thing is we're we're human, right? We are we're story creatures. That's right. that's our in our DNA. And right. so, you know, any anybody who has ever had something they wanted to say, and especially the people out there who your friends say to you, Oh my gosh, you're such a, that was such a great story. You know, like you, that's all you need. You you are an artist. You are now, you know, blessed as a storyteller by the virtue of your own desire and just mm-hmm. come and tell your story. So yeah, you don't have a, you don't have to be like sort of previously published or previously on stage. I'm you know? glad you mentioned that because it is similar to a moth style story slam, but unlike moth, you know, your storytellers don't have like a producer, right? You're not like spending weeks crafting this story. And some of those like some of the best moments of past events are people who are just like inspired in the evening and they're like, oh, I have a story on this theme and they get up and share it. Mm-hmm. And what's so amazing as well is, I mean, it, it the courage really comes from just putting your name into the hat, right? Mm. Um, so we don't know who is going to be picked to tell a story uh, that night. Um, even the people who are organizing the event were not like guaranteed to have mm-hmm sometime on stage and and it's really lovely to just you know watch people throughout the night get brave enough to to fold up that piece of paper and with their the title of their story and their name and then just kind of slink up to stage and and put it in during one of our breaks or the numerous times sometimes when we just solicit people to be like anyone else come on yeah but it is completely spontaneous in a lot of cases right and and just unpolished and that's what makes it really lovely mm-hmm. and having this theme all roads lead to moab Celia was saying you know pretty much everyone who is here probably has a story to tell on that theme and you know i think you all would agree with me that i i do believe that everybody has so many stories within them and sharing them in private or to a friend is different than sharing them in front of an audience. And what is different about that and what can people expect? Oh, God. Um, yeah, it is It is really different. I think one of the hardest parts can be um, trying to get to the point. Sometime along like the five minutes, um, you know, there, there's a bell that we ring to kind of like tell people that their time is getting close and then that right. gets more aggressive over time. But, you know, if you're... <laughs> If you're really into telling your story, you may just like hear this aggressive bell every minute or whatever. And so I think having that time limit, Mm -hmm. having it be more constrained is is really difficult. And also just the vulnerability of being like the only person on stage and, you know, looking down. Um, Thankfully, um, with the mark and then the way that we set it up, it's a lot more intimate. Like there's couches right um so it it doesn't feel as much like you're on this like massive stage and being blinded by lights but it still (laughs) is really intimidating it can be i mean this is one of those introvert extrovert things i and i will say i talked to a couple of people after the last (laughs) one that we had and they said look i'm a bona fide introvert Mm -hmm. but being up there i felt fueled you know Hmm. people applauded people Mm -hmm. laughed there was there's always that one emphatic nodder you know it's usually me emphatically nodding you know cheering fist in the air and you can you know fix your eyes on that Mm. one person who you know is getting it or your friends who you came with but you know I wanted to give a shout out to um, Kelly and Melissa and others at the mark who've been great to work with they were really the force behind this theme Mm. and what we knew coming in they tapped us and they said hey we want to do a story slam Mm -hmm. as part of this incredible uh experiential arts festival that they're doing this weekend and and they said you know uh 
will you will you all help? And we said, sure. And in thinking about what we wanted, you know, it's something that Ginger and I have been talking about a lot too, is we, we really are trying to figure out how do you do the thing that doesn't happen often enough in Moab, which is get all of the different corners of Moab mm-hmm. to come out. You know, mm-hmm. so for me, it's a success if the event looks pretty intergenerational, mm-hmm. if there's someone that you know is spending time on the river and somebody spends a lot of time on rock and some mm-hmm. bike fiends and some, you know, folks mm-hmm. that are from, from the t- various churches in mm-hmm. town and people that, you know, do a lot of different kinds of volunteer work, you know, mm-hmm. all the different shapes, sizes, and wonders of Moab. If you can get a couple of each of those, you know, to drag their friends and come, yeah. to me, it's a success. And that was part of the reason for you know, this particular theme, because it was like, okay, if we mm-hmm. do a theme that is, you know, infallible, that mm-hmm. everybody has a story for, you know, and all the other themes too. I mean, we've yeah. done themes on love and right. pivot. Yeah. Pivot was the last pivot theme was that was Ginger's, Ginger's choice, dealer's choice on that one. <laughs> but, you know, just to have something that you feel like everybody can think on and feel like, oh, this is, you know, there's something for me here. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a story I can tell here. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you're asking people to share their stories on this theme, All Roads Lead to Moab, but it's also important to have an audience so you can come <laughs> and enjoy the stories as well, right? Yeah, I, I think, like, just honestly listening to the stories is something I enjoy more uh, facilitating that space than telling a story a lot of the mm-hmm. time, which mm-hmm. may seem shocking since I think <laughs> even before I started organizing this, I haven't. Maybe I missed one story slam in the last five years. Mm, nice. Yeah. That's a good record. Right? Well, and we also came up with, you know, uh, the idea of doing a little something that's anonymous. Mm-hmm. So when you come in, if you want, you can grab that magic piece of paper that Ginger was talking about and put your name on it, throw your name into her cosmic, <laughs> my top cosmic hat. Top <laughs> yeah, it's this, it's cool. Moab Grand County sorting <laughs> cap, uh, if you will, for the show. And the other thing, though, is there's a little piece of paper and there'll be, you know, a prompt that relates to the theme. And you can be, you put your name on it if you want, or it can be totally anonymous. And those are read by the co-hosts during the night, you know, so there's different levels of entry, mm. you know, and whether I've also seen people who didn't do that and didn't get on stage, but stood outside for 20 minutes and told and somebody their story afterwards. You know, yeah. Here's the story I would have told if I wasn't feeling shy tonight. Oh, the wow. the conversations afterwards where uh-huh. people gather and just go like, wow, did you hear that story? Mm-hmm. That was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Or like, wow, that was so poignant and mm-hmm. emotional or maybe some combination of bizarre and poignant, who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is kind of like this, debrief that happens that is really lovely as well. Thank you for mentioning, um, you know, there are ways to participate anonymously because those are those are very fun, too. Mm-hmm. I don't have an example off the top of my head, but I remember from previous slams. Some of them are funny. Some of them are serious, as we all are. Right? Like the stories are. <laughs> right, yeah. the stories are. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. last, the last event we did, we had – I know that I was close to tears twice, and oh, I wow. laughed out loud um, <laughs> a couple of times. And, yeah, it was all over the map. So the event is All Roads Lead to Moab. It's a story slam. It's going to be at the Mark, a.k.a. Moab Arts, um, 5.30 p.m. on Sunday. And storytelling starts at 6 p.m. 
Now, this is part of the Red Rock Arts Festival, and I feel like we should mention a few other events because this is jam-packed. There are events that I didn't even know about that you guys informed me about. There's so much going on. Um, you know, anything else that you're excited um, about this weekend? I uh, get to continue my tradition of being a crossing guard for the sculpture walk that's mm-hmm. happening, yep. and that's one of my favorite events of the year. I think this is one of the first where it's, con- it's coinciding with the Red Rocks Arts Festival. And what's so amazing about that one is it's like all the new sculptures just around town that just become part of just your daily fabric. Yeah. Um, the old mm-hmm. ones are getting changed out and the new mm-hmm. ones will be there. So. This I'm seeing on the website that it's officially called the Art Stroll. Yes. With Moab Art Trails. And like you said, you can see the new sculptures and take a walk with the artists. The artists are going to be explaining the sculptures. Right, which is, I yeah. think, one of the most amazing parts mm. is you get that like trivia directly mm-hmm. from the artists. Right. So then for the entire year, you can just be strolling around with your friends and go like, you know, did you know that piece that was like nearby the Wells Fargo? um, Just impress them. Which now has some other type of ball in it, but it initially had billiard balls (laughs) in it, the one that spins Uh around. Uh And so Uh apparently you could hear it from multiple city blocks away (laughs) when the artist first installed it somewhere else. Uh, Okay. So So it got moved. Yeah. (laughs) He he changed out the material inside of it, but... um, so you get to have those fun facts. So the art stroll is this Saturday at 3.30. Celia, anything that's popping out at you from the well, Red Rock Arts it, There's a couple things popping out, but I would just say okay. that, you know, we're, our event is Sunday evening, right. and it's part of the end of the festival. Mm-hmm. But things start on Friday. One of the things that, again, just a huge shout out to the team at Moab Arts at the Mark. Mm-hmm. They put out this call for experiential art. I think it's ceremonies for the future yeah. is the theme is one of the themes on it. I would just plan to spend your whole day down in that neck of the woods on Saturday because there's a street festival, right? Mm-hmm. It starts at noon, goes till seven, and there's a lot of great food, music, live music going on there. There's all these, you know, incredible artisans from the community, uh, you know, lots of groovy local food, et cetera, et cetera. Also at noon, the Multicultural Center, oh, Mud yes. Valley Multicultural mm-hmm. Center, is having their craft session in advance of their amazing Dia de los Muertos event that they do every year. And so, you know, there's all these flowers and other things that they make. And, you know, all that stuff is handmade every year. So you can go and be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these hands-on experiential art things going on on this theme. And one of the ones... So there's a daily celebration of aliveness. Yeah, this seemed intriguing. Right? It's happening each day. There's something (laughs) going on with Cecilia Foley, and that seems pretty amazing. And then also the other one that really uh, caught my eye is Junkyard Reverie. So it's um, Molly uh, Gurney and Rachel Toops, Toops, and it sounds like it's immersive, mm-hmm. you can go and be a part of it even at the moments that they're not there and you're contributing to this experience. You kind of step across some sort of sacred threshold and you're in this space and there's a whole conversation about uh, a post-apocalyptic sanctuary of the future and, you know, a sac- sort of a sacred space. It's a play space and they're going to be there the 29th at a certain time, 6th to 7th, the 30th from 3 to 4, and then the 1st 
from four to five, so right before the story slam, and yeah. it's at the mark. But even if you go to these things when there's they're not on, yeah. there's still stuff to do. And so, yeah, I mean, I just feel like that's such an incredible depth. It's a bit of a departure from mm-hmm. all the mediums they've had in the past, you yeah. know, to do this and have this be this lived experience uh, around thinking about the future. Yeah, having an immersive arts installation that's interactive is super different than what they've done in the past (laughs) this is you know not just plain air right no it's which is great yeah with no disrespect to plain air no no, of course because we love it but still and yeah it's everything right it's everything yeah redrockartsfestival.com slash schedule you can find it special shout out of course to uh the beginners podcasting workshop with our own emily arnson (laughs) from (laughs) noon to two on friday but yeah there's so much going on storied self included so this this event the story slam sort of um caps off the festival i'm also seeing that that daily celebration of aliveness is post-story slam as well, mm-hmm. um, which might be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Once you tell your stories about um, all roads leading to Moab, you might be able to celebrate and, and blow off some steam. And yeah. Yeah. See and art. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. And that's that's going to be great for those yeah. people that don't quite feel ready to leave. Right. You, you know, the, it, whether this, whatever emotions you feel during those stories, uh-huh. it, I know that there's just a, an energy in the room and it can be hard to figure out like, where are we going now? Right. So that you go in for that final. Right. Yeah. Now I, you know, back to stories, you know, I know that part of the appeal of the story itself and part of what makes it so open and accessible is that you do not have to be a professional storyteller to, t- to share your story. Um, but, you know, that said, do you have any tips like that could, you know, push people over the edge? Like if they're thinking about it, that they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really sure, you know, any, any tips from uh, seasoned storytellers? Sure. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely have a couple tips. I mean, the first thing I'll say is there's a couple ways to think about storytelling. Yeah. And one is like, oh, I, this is like getting a root canal, you know, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm going to stand up and everyone's going to be looking at me and it's going to be horrible. Or you can think about story as gift, which is truly what it is, right? Like you stepping up and offering your own lived experience, being vulnerable in that moment, being generous with your, with your ideas and your experiences in that moment. It's a gift. And so it's not a root canal, friends. It's a gift exchange. And so if you're getting ready to go to a party and you are incredibly stoked on the gift that you have chosen Mm -hmm. to offer in this case to people you do and don't know you know you wrap the gift and you walk in with certain Mm -hmm. swagger into the party because you are excited it's that energy that I would just encourage folks to bring to know that you are an expert storyteller because you do it all the time and whether you're telling stories to your friends or your kids or your parents or whomever you've done this before it's in our dna as humans it's what we do and if you think about it as a gift exchange Mm -hmm. dear listener and not like a root canal Mm -hmm. then you can realize that yeah it's gonna be fun Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and the other thing that you know this feels pretty universal but ginger you can you can tell me your experiences on this i think Almost every single time I've heard anyone tell a story from the stage in Moab, there was somebody, oftentimes it was me, who could absolutely relate. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, it's, it's mm-hmm. these stories are relatable. Yeah. And you can trust that if it happened to you mm-hmm. on the road to Moab, you know, that there's somebody who's just going to be really not only stoked to get the gift, but also like, ah. Oh, can relate, mm. you know, that, that feeling of and like, wow. I think as well, a lot of it is just embracing this sort of mundane. Um, mm-hmm. the, the stories don't have to be as extraordinary, like 
tall tales, or not tall tales necessarily, because they have to be true, but like these extraordinary, larger than life experiences. I think there's something beautiful about like the ordinary Mm -hmm. mundane Mm -hmm. existence that we have that is, Mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of cases, if we actually tell these stories, we realize that it's just not maybe like the experience that we have every day is Mm -hmm. just not actually ordinary and mundane we're just used to it yeah um but yeah Yeah. to just not be afraid if it doesn't seem like your story is that extraordinary it's totally fine it it doesn't mean that it's not worth telling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's that's important i'm glad you mentioned that and i would say you know from the events that i have um gone to i would say prepare to be surprised too by Mm -hmm. your neighbors you know um because lots of people have many different experiences um so Surprises are always lovely and come out of this event for sure. Well, thank you two so much for being here. The event, again, is a story slam. The theme is All Roads Lead to Moab. Um, Doors to the Mark open at 5.30 on Sunday and storytelling starts at 6. This is one event of many of the Red Rock Arts Festival. Before we go, any last thoughts on this event or others? I just think this is one of those amazing Moab autumnal weekends where your head's about to explode because there's so many things going on. And so, you know, what I would say is just come down, even if you can only stay for a few stories, Mm -hmm. you want to have some snacks, catch a story or two, and then go feel free. Uh, And if you only catch a little bit of the festival, you know, just come and come and check out Mm -hmm. the vibe in particular, all this experiential art on this theme of, of the future. And, you know, the other thing I will say is I really, really encourage people to come this weekend, but fingers crossed, I think we'll get one more yeah. story slam in. Um, the story itself will happen once more, at least before the end of the year, uh, hopefully Thursday, November 9th. I'm waiting Ooh. to hear back. Oh, I, okay. I that's that's news that I didn't even yeah, know. Well, it's Breaking like, news. This is Breaking like news. a game of, game of Tetris <laughs> to find something yeah. on the calendar that where there's a spot that right. isn't full of other juicy right. Moab things. But we'll, I think that's the one for us. But yeah, that's my parting thought. What about you? Oh, God. So my parting thought is a bit <laughs> controversial Uh-oh. since we're talking about coming to this event and okay. how there's so many things. Uh-huh. And like, I'm I'm going through this phase where I'm no longer experiencing FOMO, <gasps> the fear of missing out. I'm experiencing JOMO, which is the joy of missing out. You're getting so, older. So, oh, the joy of getting older. <laughs> turning geriatric <laughs> slowly not, over no, time. Not quite. Not dropping some wisdom. <laughs> being, so, being wise, yeah. Mm. So, so. You know, if you can only make it to a few stories, if mm-hmm. if you feel like you do have the capacity mm-hmm. to come out, we would love to see you. We would love to have you tell stories. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't, then you know there will be there will be more storytelling opportunities in Moab. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, again, it's coming up this weekend, if you're brave enough to experience, and you know, even braver to put your name in that hat and have the like happenstance maybe select you. Mm-hmm. Well, and if not, you know, I'm just going to double dog dare everybody out there <laughs> to tell somebody this weekend your story of all roads leading to Moab. Right. You know, even if you stand in the mirror and tell it to yourself, you mm-hmm. know, everybody's got a story on that theme. It's a great so journal down. prompt. It is a good yeah. journal prompt. Yeah. yeah. So even if you just journal in the sanctuary mm-hmm. of your heart. But I, I'd rather see you at the mark on Sunday. <laughs> Me too. At 530. That's true. Please. <laughs> all you. right. Again, the event is uh, All Roads Lead to Moab. It's a story slam. Ginger and Celia, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. And thanks to KZMU and particularly you, Molly, for all your work, not just recording, but also editing mm-hmm. and making really cool shows out of the past story slams and all the things you do yes, for the community. Yes. If people feel like wanting to share it on the radio that's amazing um we'll talk more offline stay tuned for that (laughs) thanks for being here with us 